This is the Chester County Real Estate Podcast, bringing you the info you need to make your next move a great one. Hey everyone, welcome to the Chester County Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Dominski, and today I'm sitting down with Chase Gallagher from CMG Landscaping. Uh, he's a local landscaping business owner in the area, and I'm thrilled to have him on here. Welcome, Chase. Thank you, Sean. Thank you for having me today. Awesome. So today I want to talk a little bit about what homeowners are doing as far as their landscaping, curb appeal, bringing it all together. What are some of the trends that we're seeing right now in Chester County? Great question, Sean. A lot of the trends we're seeing here in Chester County um, is a lot of people are redoing the front of their houses. Yeah. You know, as you know, being a real estate agent, a lot of these homes are getting to the 15 to 25 year mark and that contractor grade shrubs are just out of control. Um, and so now they're starting to replace the front of their shrubs. They're doing new walkways, landscape lighting a lot of times, things like that. Now has, as far as that's gone, like have we seen like improvements in technology and stuff? That's a great question and a great point specifically the landscape lighting aspect yeah. things, it has drastically changed. You used to have to go outside and dial your lights on the on the landscape lighting box to change and adjust the lights with daylight savings time, whether oh, the, you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Um, now our landscape lighting package is completely Bluetooth. It knows it knows when the sun goes up and down, um, knows daylight savings, so you don't have to touch anything. Um, if you do want to adjust your lights, like dim them, bright them, or turn them off, you can do it from an app on your phone now. Okay. Now, is it like does it? Is it light sensitive or is it mostly time or it's time? It yeah. just knows it knows its geolocation when you install it. Mm -hmm. And so it just goes off of that. Yeah. Um, now, have you noticed anyone doing that for security reasons? Because, you know, when when someone moves into a house, I'm always like, look, proper lighting is the first step when it comes to home security. Like the systems are good, but having that outdoor lighting is huge. Yeah, and a light, as stupid as it sounds or silly as it sounds, lighting does do a lot. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So we we have we've done some projects where, you know, maybe they have a big property and a woods line in the back, and we'll mm -hmm. light up, up light and down light all those trees, so they're gonna have like a lighting barrier on their property. Yeah. Um. So we've done that. Yeah. What do you mean by up lighting and down lighting? Great question. So. Depending on the application and the location, you're going to either have up lighting or down lighting. So in a front of a house, usually when we go in and do a new planting install, mm -hmm. you're going to have what we call the showpiece or corner shrubs, where if you're getting the lighting package, you're going to up light that evergreen, that drooping evergreen in the corner. So it gives it that majestic look. Mm -hmm. um, and so same thing with in the backyard, if you have tall trees, you can down light them um, to give that backyard. You, we, we, climb up your tree and install a light in the tree oh wow so, so you can downlight it so there's lights in the trees shooting down yes like is this like really the high-end stuff like or what kind of what kind of levels are we seeing for that in my experience it's across the board it's yeah. it's from anywhere you know from a quarter million dollar house to multi-million dollar houses um you know so it's really across the board yeah 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 so I'm curious, and you don't have to tell me if you can't. But what are some of like what are some of the craziest installs that you've done? Whether it was like hardscaping, patios, lighting, like what, or what is like the most fun for you as far as like a project that you turn around and you're just like you can't wait to like tell people about. Well, one we recently wrapped up in Spring City. Um, it started as 
just you know a loose stone patio expansion pro- project mm-hmm. and as i like to do as the professionals make recommendations saying hey if you want this done we're, you know we're glad to do it and we'll give you an estimate and so basically a, a, a small project turned into um like over 250 feet of natural boulder walls we installed this this house is on a side of a mountain or a hill um so we completely we we regraded and, and installed a new driveway down there down the front of their mm-hmm. property um put in five boulder retaining walls um, we cleared a spot for their their pool that would come in the future um, we did all sorts of work. So we transformed their backyard, their front yard, a new driveway for them so they can easily get up and down um, their property. So doing projects like that where we're transforming someone's backyard and it really changes their life, that's what we like to do. That's awesome. So on that note, what's the deal with boulders? Because I feel like this wasn't like a big thing when I was growing up. Like people didn't really talk about it. But now it's like you're driving down, you're driving down the road, and it used to be like, oh, that's a nice flower bed. That's a nice. Uh, that those are some nice trees. But now it's like, oh man, that's some amazing like natural stone. And I'm seeing these houses that have these like crazy boulders, right. and it looks incredible. Like, yeah. is this like a newer trend, or is this just something I've never really? tuned into it might be something something you might not have tuned into who knows it depends on the client right our younger clients they're going with that tackle block modern patio and walkway feel um you know are more local to chester county people like that natural stone look and so they love and and natural boulder walls work very well in our area because you know the old farmhouses are you know made out of natural stone yeah um so it depends on the client, but we've personally been doing a lot more over the past three years than over the past eight years. Yeah. Where do you get these boulders from? Because like you can't make them. Right. <laughs> Great question. So we actually get them directly from a quarry. Okay. So instead of you know going to the middleman, we, we like to have projects big enough to where we just get in triaxles and triaxles right from the quarry. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I guess there's a part of me that's like, like imagining these boulder salesmen. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I got boulders. <laughs> it's so it's so funny. My boulder salesman Isaac is actually the man. Yeah. You know, there's it's cra- you would never think there's a there's a salesman to sell rock, but there is. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so briefly, what are some of the worst experiences you've had? I want to hear like the horror stories, yes. things that you've like experienced or something that's gone wrong or yeah. unexpected. So, you know, and I speak to like my students about this a lot of times, whenever you're in business and whenever you're growing a business, you're going to, you're going to do so many clients, you're going to do business with so many people. And out of so many people, you're, there's going to be that one or two, you know, crazy person, wacko person. Um, so I've had a few of those situations where people, people's expectations are up here, but they might've only expected to do this and they think you need to adjust your price or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some other crazy projects I'm trying to think? Probably some sort of drainage project where it looks like a pool in their backyard. And so like one there was one project in King of Prussia where this there was nowhere to put the water in this, you know, this suburban development. So when it rained, the water would just come up to his basement door and just flood his basement. So we there was nowhere to put the water. His his yard mm-hmm. was the lowest point. So we had to dig out over five hundred gallons and put an eco flow well like system in his backyard so we have three catch basins and it goes into flow wells that are 500 gallons with clean stone below it and it catches all that water are these like ditches like can you see these wells in his yard or is it like an underground basin it's all underground basin so we dig this out and you create these boxes called flow wells yeah you connect them all together 
you put commercial weed fabric and then clean stone around it and kind of like wrap it up like a burrito <laughs> and then put your catch basins on top and grade the entire lawn to your catch basin and it catches all that water. Okay, wow. Yeah, I'm like, make sure, I'm picturing like a combination of like the street boxes for the drainage right. and like a septic system basically. Right. <laughs> kind of like a septic system, like that size, but just, just collect differently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you guys do septics at all or? We don't. We do lots of drainage. We yeah. do tons of landscape lighting, ripouts and installs, anything hardscaping, commercial snow removal. In your experience, from as much as you can tell, what kind of projects are homeowners doing that's adding to the value of their house? I know you can you know you can't speak too much to what values are. It's very speculative, but right. you know you've done a lot in real estate and stuff. Like, are you able to kind of point to like different things that you are seeing like really make a difference? A hundred percent, Sean. So. What usually adds the most value is doing those front landscapes, redoing, removing the you know too big, too old landscaper um, or contractor grade shrubs, and mm -hmm. then putting in a new modern walkway with some landscape lighting. Mm -hmm. That's going to make the whole front of the house, which is where people enter to look at it, and you know on all different aspects pop. And so that's usually where you're getting the most return. What what. What's a modern walkway look like? Like, what are people doing nowadays? Great question. So a lot, like, there's different lines of pavers. Everyone's heard of E.P. Henry, Belgard, Techo Block is what we use. Mm -hmm. um, Techo Blocks, those, it's on more the modern side of things, and they have tons of different options. Um, they do a lot to support the contractors and the homeowners to give them different options. So we've been using, um, a, like, Techo Block Blue 60, it's called, mm -hmm. with an onyx gray border. So it's like a modern gray with like a darker gray slash black border. Mm -hmm. And um, it really ups, uplifts these the front of these houses. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of like this just happened to my client in Chester Springs. They, they, you know, they buy a house, the original walkway, paver walkway, it starts uplifting, roots are getting under it, you know, moving the pavers around. A lot of them think, all right, let's, let's fix the issue. Mm -hmm. And you, you can do that, and we do do that all the time. However, for the cost that it costs for us to just rip out the old and install new, um, the percentage basis, you're going to get more value out of redoing the walkway. So a lot of people have us come out and say, hey, can you give us a quote on, on fixing my walkway? Yeah. And then once, they, once you, we go through the whole scenario, sometimes it makes more sense to just start new. So we have so so there's the landscaping projects that's like mitigating something like the drainage and exactly. stuff, and then there's the things that are bringing up the uh, the appearance and stuff. So, but we've covered like the walkways and the lighting. Um, what else are are people doing as far as trees? Um, right. Is uh what what are those things called? Green giants. Uh, there's evergreens. There's like the ash borer that's going around right now, where you have to cut out all these trees because they're dying of ash borer. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. So so there's like all these people are you know they're finding out like their their trees which look good right are gonna have to be removed. Now with something like that, do they have to remove the tree and the roots and everything? Exactly. So we come in, we we do all that, cut out the roots, cut down the tree stump grind the whole the um, base of the tree and then usually we reinstall something new that's not going to impede on their walkway do you guys do tree removal or? we do okay yeah i don't know is there if there's a difference between like a landscaping company and a tree removal as far as what they handle and don't handle there is a total difference yeah. however most of the properties we're working on um the tree removal stuff we can handle because they're not like a hundred foot evergreen trees right. you know 
So there is a point where it's like, okay, we got to bring in some other professionals. A tree, exactly. And you probably don't do like the pruning side of things right. and the, the general maintenance and stuff. Exactly. Landscapers. They're the people who come by and cut your lawn, right? Yeah. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? So it's so funny. Like people th- assume that landscapers are c- cut grass and 95% of them do. Mm-hmm. However, my company, my team and I, we do not mow any grass. I do not own a lawnmower. We do, you know, our specialty is design and install, um, and we do anything landscape aspect-wise, from a spring cleanup with mulching to, you know, designing an outdoor living space, installing a pergola, an outdoor kitchen, things like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, in my head, as someone that's in the field, yeah, I call lawnmower lawnmowers like lawn care companies, lawn care companies, mm-hmm. and landscapers, landscapers. So you're not necessarily doing like the grass seed and the the maintenance, the 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 fertilizing we yeah. don't do like you know, you could break up all this stuff and like you just mentioned, tree companies, fertilizing companies, like Lang's lawn care, lawn care companies, um, and then landscapers. Yeah, that's cool. As far as uh those cooler projects like the pergolas and the outdoor kitchens, like Unfortunately, this is an audio show, so we don't have like a ton of visuals and and everything. But right. like, what are some of like the cooler stuff that you're seeing going on right now? Like, I know a couple couple years ago, outdoor kitchens were huge. Right. Is that still really big? Are still people putting like pizza ovens on their backyard and on their patio and stuff? People are still doing the fireplaces, the pizza ovens, outdoor kitchens. It really depends on the person's budget, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we we're designing them, we're building them. Um, those are great projects, and you know we can build a really bad ass backyard for someone like <laughs> usually i like to stop out during the summer once it's built and hang out <laughs> yeah yeah right i bet um and i'm sure like as far as like so if someone's looking to so i guess there's 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 two people there if someone's looking to sell the front of the house you would right. say is where right. probably their attention should be right um and be, they'd be putting their, their time and resources into because it's all going to be about that curb appeal right which even though we have the internet and we have you know, digital photos and videos and stuff like right. curb appeal. Like people still want to drive by and see a beautiful house, right? right? And that's exactly. It's like whenever you're meeting someone, the first impression. I would in my head, I would think of the same thing. Yeah, you know, when the husband right. and wife are pulling up to the house to to the open house, and they see modern landscaping, and like it just shows that person that they care about the house. Right. Yeah, that's important. And then, like as far as the buyers go, you want to kind of like. Like, they're the ones that need to be like, hey, right now you see a yard, but start thinking patio, right. outdoor kitchen, outdoor living area. Right. Um, and they can, you know, that's where they're going to start looking into, like, what could be done and the possibilities and the potential right. there. Getting, it gets them excited. Yeah, yeah. You know, get they, they, oh, this is great. The front looks great. We're going to be set. And now we can work <laughs> on the back. Um, all right. So what other topics? We talked about, like, walkways. Um I wanted to speak upon like a lot of people. A lot of people don't realize that there's a des- it's design and build. Mm-hmm. So they call us out, and th- and the the spectrum in the industry right now, the thought is like, oh, I'm just going to call landscape route. They're going to take care of it. However, a lot of t- like how a, how a, 
a real like landscaping company does it is you call us out for our professional opinion. We gather ideas and then we build the design based off your ideas and budget. Mm -hmm. And then you go into installation phase. Mm -hmm. So um, a lot of clientels, they don't realize that like a design does cost money. You're, you're taking, you're putting together a team to build that design from designer to contractor to homeowner. Um, and then from there, your, your project begins to being built. So, so aren't there landscape architects and landscape engineers and landscapers? Like, what are some of the differences between those different professions that we've seen pop up over the years? Yeah, so um, landscape, like you said, en landscape engineers, landscape architects. I deal with landscape designers slash architects. Okay. Um, and then a lot of times, depending on the project, if it's like, let's say, a retaining wall, if it's over four feet in Chester County, you need an engineer stamp of approval. Mm -hmm. So that's when we'll go to you know our engineer, get his you know get the stamp of approval, and we can build it based off his specs that he recommends. Um, but yeah, it takes it like like you just mentioned, it takes a team for us to put together your design of your backyard, for then then we can go and build it. And you want that, you right. want the team, you want the expertise in your design, you want the contractor, designer, and the homeowner all working together to create the best product possible. Well, I think about building a house. Like you, uh, like no one would add onto their house without talking to an architect first, right? You know, and then you have a structural engineer, and then you, someone to lay down the foundation. And this is just like for an addition or so. And then, like, and then I think about like landscaping, and it's like on top of that, this is outside. <laughs> There's right. no roof, so you have to mitigate all this water, and and you you constantly have nature like fighting against you, you know? <laughs> yes, and that's why it's so important to pick the right contractor. Yeah, um, you know. My advice for that is is references. We we take video testimonials almost on every single project we've been doing this starting last year. So I have like 15 videos of clients. So the biggest mistake people make, and as as a contractor, I know this is price shoppers. You know, if you go for the cheapest bid, you're going to get the cheapest work. You know, they're not going to put the drainage in your patio. So a year down the road, when you get a big storm, it's going to be flooded out, or your wall is going to fall over. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, that's kind of like the question is, it's like, okay, so the, the contractor is responsible for finishing the, the job. What happens a year from then or right. two years from then when right. it's like I spent all this money on a retaining wall and now it's starting to not retain things? <laughs> Reputable contractors like myself yeah. supply a warranty on their hardscaping. And so if you're sitting down, if you're about to hand a contractor a check and you're not signing a proposal... You know, and it, it, this has to be a big project. This isn't a spring cleanup, right? But if you're if you're not signing a proposal for a deal that's 25k or larger, and there's no warranty, you know, you should probably you know stray away from that contractor. Yeah. All right. So here's a question for you. Yeah. You know, obviously you have your price shoppers and everything, oh, and, yeah. and 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 the the advice is you get what you pay for. Have you ever seen anything or had to come in and fix something because what they got before? that you could tell they were price shopping beforehand. Like anything that comes to mind? Oh yes, we've had to redo patios and walkways because of the same exact thing. And this is one thing like if a customer's on the edge, one thing I like to mention is, you know, are you, are you, are you just gonna buy it once? Or are you going to be, you know, cheap and, and have to buy it twice, right? So right. I'm not. Like I don't buy have a once, cry once. I've heard that before. You buy once, <laughs> cry once. Like well, my buddy has a good uh, phrase. He's like, I'm not rich enough to buy it twice. <laughs> you know, I'm not. 
It's, it's something like that, and he's yeah. so right. It's like you just just make sure you get with the, with the right contract. It can be hard sometimes, but mm-hmm. he, you know we discussed a few good tips. Yeah, that's awesome. What's the best way for people to get in touch with you if they're thinking about doing something to their yard, need some landscaping? What do you usually recommend? Um, you can give me a call at four eight four nine zero one six six three five. You can go to our website cmglandscapes.com. Fill the request form out. My team will be in touch. You can follow us on Instagram cmg underscore landscape. Um, that's probably the three best ways to get in touch with me. Awesome, man. Well, yeah. thanks for coming out. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Sean. Thanks for listening. This has been the Chester County Real Estate Podcast. Brought to you by Remax Ace Realty. Serving buyers and sellers in the Chester County area. Subscribe for new episodes at acerealtypa.com slash podcast. And you can find us on Facebook, YouTube, and wherever podcasts are found.